so yesterday I went for a walk and then on my walk I just magically happened to find myself inside the nursery and not like inside the nursery but like inside the house plant section of the nursery so it's like this big outdoor oh not a baby nursery nursery. no 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 no, no, plant plant we we don't do any baby (laughs) nursery stuff here it is all plants it's plants I was going to say, it's a bit weird to just suddenly find yourself in like in a baby nursery. It's like, oh, babies. Why is this woman here looking at the babies? Yeah, no, 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 not that kind of nursery, a plant nursery. So, um, and it's the kind where it has like the big outdoor part and then it has like a big room filled with indoor plants. So I just magically found myself in the indoor plants. Like I just went for a walk, blinked and found myself there. I don't know how I got there, but I was there. Crazy. And I was like, you Crazy. know what? Mm-hmm. I... I'm not going to buy anything because I have a very bad track record of walking into a plant nursery. I have to walk out with a plant. Mm -hmm. Even if I go in to buy like a pot, I walk out with a plant. There are over a hundred individual plants inside our house. (sighs) I am proud of it. You know, usually people are like, I'm not really proud of it. That's an amazing thing, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. There's more plant than house at this point. No, that's that's <laughs> false. We're not giving enough we carbon dioxide to our poor plants. We, <laughs> we have, need more people in here. We have a lot. We have we have a the lot only of house space. in the street which is carbon neutral. Oh. I just I just so they and the thing is they brought in it was like the fullest I've ever seen the nursery in terms of like plant variety. And I was dying, like every inch of my body, every bone in my body was like, you need to buy at least two, like look at these. Like they had some extremely rare plants that are very hard to find. And I just want to say like, first world problem recognized, but that was the hardest thing I've had to do in a long time. Okay. Oh my god. Long time. I just was like don't buy anything, don't buy anything, don't buy anything. You're not going to buy anything, don't buy anything, don't buy anything, don't buy anything. And then I'm just like they have a lot of new air like it just everything. It, her, like it was on her story, she Everything. did like a poll thing and she was like, "Do you think I'm going to buy a plant?" And it was like you, you can, can resist, it. and it's like, you're going to fold. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can resist. And then it just plummeted. Like, 80% of people were like, you're going to fold. And I, was like, and oh. I just was like, <laughs> wow. Um, I need to get out of here. And as I was walking out, the lady told me that they're bringing in another shipment of more plants. <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> Back to temptress. So I just was like, I was walking out and she told me that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to buy anything. 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 So I walked out and I successfully left the nursery without purchasing any plants. Okay. Oh Will I be back this week? Stay tuned to find out. Like, I can't, no promises. But all I can say is Check yesterday. Check out our side podcast. I, will she buy it? Um, will she buy it? <laughs> did, did you have any karmic balance after you left the, the plant store without buying anything? Was there like, oh, this good thing happened to you? Or was it just like, okay, I made it? Yeah, I went. I walked all the way and I got myself uh, like some halib, some milk. What's you getting it for yourself? <laughs> like karma, like the universe kind of thing? No, not really. Oh, okay. I mean... So moral of the story is to give in to your indulgences? Is that he- what you're saying? Hedonism is the, is the way to live your life. The moral of the story is this. If you walk into a store of any sort and you see something and you gotta have it, right... But you resist if you walk back into the store later on in the week and it's still there. The universe is telling you, you got to have it and you actually buy it the second time. So that is my two cents. That's actually, that was like my go-to budgeting. (laughs) Like (laughs) I would want something, I would go to the store and I I would see it and I was like, all right, if it's still here next time I come, then I'll buy it. And then... 
you know, usually it's gone because I come back maybe like months later and it's like, oh, well, guess I'm not getting that new shirt. <laughs> Just like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I was going to say, you can't really use it for everything, right? If you do it for like a PlayStation 5, <laughs> where the store has ordered like 30,000, you're like, you know what? If this is still here two days from now, I, I'm going to get this. It's all, it was written. I tried. <laughs> I gave it time. I gave it time. 48 hours. That's long enough. If I come back and there's one PlayStation 5 left, I have you to buy it. It was written. To buy it's it. for me. You know, that, that's why it's there. It just I, I, kismet. Kismet. No, like literally, I would make the weirdest like uh, like karmic rules. I was like, all right. So sometimes well, when I was an undergrad, I would like go drive over to someone's house to hang out or like get, play games or just like you know leave or like come home late, right? And I decided that based off the parking lot, that is the universe grading how worthy my endeavor was to be out, right? Like, if I come back home and there's a parking spot, like, right in front of the apartment, it's like, this was well worth it, you know? This was life-changing and beautiful. If I, like, have to park all the way down, like, they're all alphabetized, and, like, I my, my apartment was F. If I have to park all the way down at A, it's like, I'm going to hell. Like, something happened tonight that was, like, I need to pray for forgiveness. Yeah. I, like, I just like this is exactly how superstition is built but like i don't know why i just had this mentality i was like all right if i got the good parking spot that's like i should keep doing what i'm doing <laughs> i also used to do something quite odd yeah uh, and i've never really shared it with, with anyone right until now if i'm walking out in the street and i feel of a gust of wind right push me forward i would walk faster I'm like, oh, yes, I this should walk faster. This is the way I should go. Wind. <laughs> yes. Subhanallah. Oh, that's amazing. And then, it's, and, then it's, and then it's Apple Maps all over again. I'm in the middle of a swamp somewhere. I'm like, how did I end up here? I was meant to be here. I don't know why. <laughs> Your turn was back there. The wind. I don't know. <laughs> the wind. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I, I love just like that's part of it where it's like there are clear things that are signs you know of like to go do something like uh what was it recently um, oh yeah not really maybe not a sign but like we were we were spending entirely too much time at whole foods looking for ice cream we saw it's like i want ice cream which one are we gonna get oh my gosh yes, yes, yes so yes. we're just standing there like and we saw it's like oh but this one's blah 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 oh but this one's kata kata. oh this one's blah 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 it's like, oh, this brand, I've never had it before. I wonder if it's any good. And, like, we're, we're, like, entering minute five, minute six of buying ice cream. And this, like, stout, stoic man just walks into the aisle, like, boom, boom, beelines to the freezer, swings it open, grabs the one we were thinking about getting, and walks out. Like, and we were just like... That we got that was like that's the one we should have gotten. <laughs> so. No, 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 and it wasn't even that. So I didn't even notice it was a pistachio flavor. Now, for those of you who do not know me, I am obsessed with anything and everything pistachio. True. So especially pistachio ice cream, pistachio gelato, gelato, gelato. Um, so I, I just, just I, I am obsessed with pistachio. I did not see that this brand had pistachio. It was a little bit more, like, hidden towards the back of it. Um, but it had other flavors. And so I had given up on pistachio because I couldn't find it in this other brand that we usually get. And um, the guy, like, he just... I don't even know how to explain it or describe how he grabbed it. But it just kind of, like was like a magical like oh yeah that too he was like very he fancy just, about it he knew what he wanted like, he's done this before he's yeah. done this before he's, like he so knew. this is how it happened this is how it happened so he grabbed the like the fridge door popped it open and the time that it's like opening and like before it starts closing he does one of these like he puts his finger on the like front like he's a very side. tall guy so he like he puts his finger from the top of the freezer and like points picks the specific pint and, like, and then rolls pull, it out yeah and catches it and then he catches it oh this guy is a right? this guy's a professional <laughs> yeah right? this exactly. guy no <laughs> he knows what's up so, this guy this guy woke up that morning 
<laughs> with one thing in his mind. That was it. That's Not even breakfast. Like. Yeah. He Not skipped breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> Lunch and dinner. All of it skipped. Right? So but man's like was beeline. So I kid you not. We were like, wow, he totally got that with confidence. Uh, that means that that's an amazing, like, whatever flavor. Like, he knew what he wanted, and right. he knew it was good. He so was then, out of the aisle before the freezer door closed. Exactly. Like. <laughs> so then when I went up to it to see what he got, it was pistachio. Right. It was a sign from the heavens. Right. It was just like... This, was, this guy was our Hermes. This is it. You know? This is what you're getting. Because not only did he confirm the brand is good, but it's a pistachio, so you, like, come on. Come on. I want to do just like a flash cut to um, me walking into the room after like <laughs> working on something and then the pint is empty on the floor. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> it's like, we saw what happened. She's it like, was half a pint. We ate. I. You ate the I whole ate, pint. <laughs> no, I ate half of it the day before and then I ate half of it yesterday. Add those halves together. I ate the whole thing, but not in one sitting. That okay, is what I want right, to clarify. There you go. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, all right. But you ate a, but Okay, but what he said was you ate a pint. I said you ate the yeah, whole pint. Yeah, but when you say you ate the whole pint, that means you got the pint and you ate it in you one sitting. You gotta let sitting. the listeners just, like, imagine what they will. I refuse. You know? <laughs> I refuse. This is Third Culture Block. Where you're from, from, with Wisal, Ahmed, and Mohammed. I accidentally broke Wisal's mug the other day, and she said she was inspired to make more pottery. So I said, <laughs> I'm going to accidentally break your other mugs. To which she said, I will accidentally, I will on purpose break your Mac. And I was like, what? My Mac? She's like, no, no, no. You're back. I was like, oh, okay, you're back. <laughs> well, you're spying. I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, hey. Let's go to the other one. <laughs> the, Mac, the Mac is work provided. I can't, like, <laughs> they'll just give me another one. Gosh. And then she was like, no, 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 you're spying. You're back. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. But no, speaking of the breaking of the thing, I had just sent... <laughs> No, we are not skipping past that with Islam. <laughs> I'm just anyway. like, okay, giving cool, cool, you the cool, cool. full I'm So let me tell you about this context. grasshopper that I found outside the other day. Literally, she did find a grasshopper the other side, outside the other day. She was like, <laughs> did I know this? Did you hear that? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm opening the door. <laughs> um, what can I say? Anyway, haters yeah, are going to hate. Yourself. But yeah, no, I, had, I came across <laughs> this one pottery account that I follow, and then they were using my colors, like, I was like, oh my gosh, look, like, my colors. I was just, like, really excited about it. And I sent it to a friend. Um, And I just, like, in my brain, I was like, this is inspired. Like, you need to get back into the game, kid. Like, you got you to gotta, you gotta get back into the game. You got to make pottery again, right? right? And I was just, like, pep-talking myself. And then, like, I kid you not, like, not even ten minutes later, Ahmed breaks my mug that features these colors the greens and the yellows um and some blues and i just was like when it when it shattered at first i was like wow i spent seven hours just painting the design on that mug and then i was like wait this is the universe telling me oh you just said that you wanted to make more potter okay bet smash Now you're really going to make more pottery because we just took away your most precious mug. It's fine. For me, it was like, it, it, it was like when I broke it, my brain went like two directions, right? And I think actually this is a great segue into what we wanted to talk about today, where... Direction uh, number one was, we saw it was going to break my back. Yes. No, that was like, uh, that was a subtext. Actually, I didn't even get that threat till later. I just knew it was coming, though. You sense with your stick senses. <laughs> but no, like the two thoughts were basically like, oh my God, I broke something that's like precious and vulnerable and like meaningful to us all, right? This is devastating for her. And then the other thought was, before we even got married, she said, I, I, I expressed the concern. I was like, if we use all, of, if all of the dishes we use are things that you make, it's going to make breaking them 
really horrible and very sad. And she's like, no, I'll just make Mm. more. And it was that weird, like, counterpoint where this thing is so meaningful and beautiful and, like, vulnerable. Uh, But at the same time, you know, it is, it's also just a thing. Mm-hmm. It's replaceable. Mm-hmm. Right, it's replaceable. And I, I don't know, and it just got me thinking about kind of when you're sharing this kind of stuff, like your cups, like your, like your works of art, your photos, like it is a very vulnerable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like and trust-centric thing. And so like it's really hard to find people to share that with yeah. that like you can kind of like build community around. Like yeah. finding artists that so... you will appreciate and be able to like you know be the right kind of supportive or the right kind of critical it's that it's hard yeah we've actually explored that notion right in in previous episodes Mm -hmm. um if i'm not mistaken it was in season two and we we spoke about what sort of criticism uh slash feedback we would want from people and Mm -hmm. what is constructive what isn't constructive what is what is the sort of feedback we definitely do not want um that is to say you know your parents saying this is amazing this is incredible um that's sort of yeah wow Wow. owen wilson oh that's nice (laughs) exactly did you do this oh it's so pretty on the fridge that that, honestly (laughs) exactly that stuff uh, it doesn't really add anything to uh, to our sort of uh creative process doesn't benefit our growth exactly right so yeah i think what you're what you're saying ahmed is we really really treasure sort of that community of artists uh which we can rely on when it comes to sort of feedback and bouncing ideas off and inspiring and being inspired by yes right but even outside of that just like people to hang out with you know (laughs) like like you like you yeah yeah exactly like you want to like you hang out with people who play games or whatever because like not because, you know, you they're people to play games with, but sometimes they become your friends out in the world and you're like, you guys can yep. share uh, references and be like, oh, man, like, uh, I don't know uh, was anything off the top of my head that doesn't expose my inner nerd, but, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> like so, something something like that, right? And I, I can't imagine, I, it's, it must be the same kind of with artists, right? Like, to have that, it's less like, someone to critique your stuff but and and more like an energy to kind of surround yourself just to kind of like almost echo that last bit of like the energy to surround yourself and with the whole that's nice like there's oh that's just like nice and then there's someone who's like wow like i can see and feel the effort and the emotions and like everything Mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. like put into what you made and it just like you can feel the difference in energy. And I feel like finding people who are on that same boat can sometimes be challenging, or at least for me, or at least, you know, in my recent years here in the States, only because, like, there are a lot of layers to it. But still, like, but once you find that, uh, would it be niche? That niche of humans is that correct uh yeah that pitfall that pitfall no, no that niche. that niche that small group of people yeah yeah, yeah okay i said it correctly do not make me doubt me okay thank you do um, not make me doubt me yes <laughs> there it is but yeah so i just like once you do find that niche of humans like it it's so healthy and it's so like you said muhammad like inspiring and you become inspired by and it's just like this bouncing of of beautiful human interactions and we were actually Ahmed and I were talking about this uh, yesterday was um, I'm still moving forward especially like starting this week like moving forward to set up like rip the band-aid and set up like buy a wheel and just start failing throwing at um pottery you know i need to get back into it and recently i was like um i wanted to join we have this place here that's like this pottery studio that it has like a membership where really great perks and really like 
access to the kiln, access to like this big, huge studio with all the resources, 24-7 access. Like, you know, like it just, I want to be a member there not only because of the resources, but also because you are literally in a family community of other like-minded humans who are potters who have each have their own voice but share the same message. I right. Guess. Um, no, and I mean, so, that, that, like, just as a as a brief aside of that, like, I we drove over to this potter studio to drop off some of pe- uh, we saw pieces for the kiln, and I was in the car just kind of waiting. Us, she's gonna drop them off and come back. Like 15, 20 minutes later, she's still there, like talking up a pottery <laughs> storm with the guy. I was just like, please, <laughs> I'm in the car dying. Bark, bark. Um, but like, it's just like that's her. That's her. Like people, you know, they can just nerd about pots forever. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, it. That is such a precious thing to have, yeah. because with those people, you can truly be yourself, right? Which is essentially, as an artist, you're being incredibly vulnerable. You're literally yeah. showing what it is like inside here, inside your brain, right? Right. Um, which is incredibly scary to be sharing with people. But when you have that sort of comfort zone of, uh, of fellow artists or uh, game enthusiasts or whatever it may be, even crypto enthusiasts, yes. um, yeah. whenever you find that, there's this great comfort in just discussing things openly. Yeah. And open discussion is amazing fuel for creativity right so unless you have that you're always going to be stunted by somebody who doesn't maybe doesn't necessarily understand the process uh or is not in the same mindset as you yeah especially like with art a lot of the time it's like there's a process right so like we saw will be like oh right so i was wedging the clay what the hell's wedging Oh, okay. So I was, you know, cutting so you know the clay to do the thing the with the, the right. Da, 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 yeah. Or like, you know, you're taking photos. It's like, oh, yeah, I adjusted the f-stop. I was like, what the hell is an f-stop? <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally, yeah. like, these are these are these fields where there's, there's jargon, Activating right? Activating the negative space. Yeah, exactly. But then outside of that, it's just like having specific kind of emotional conversation. So talking about, like, singing. We were talking about singing earlier where, like, you describe something as as like tones that are dark or tones that are light, right? Mm-hmm. Like I know what that means. Like yeah. when I've heard that kind of growing up like throughout my whole life, right? But yeah. like you don't, like it doesn't translate immediately, right? Yeah. Or like, um, so instead of having like, like talking about stuff, you're talking about like, the, the words to talk about stuff. Yeah, you're, if that you're makes just sense. like you're just. It becomes like if like, a, a, if a, if, like if I come to like an acapella person, I'm like, oh, this we have this really crunchy chord that's like in in this like in this one song, and like the first thought is like, oh, what is like what does crunchy mean? You know, that's the sound. You don't eat sound, right? Like crunchy is like a really dissonant, like har- like harmonic, but you know. clashing almost chord that like would resolve or like is jazzy or is whatever you know and it's like really hard to lock in because everything is counterintuitive but like it sounds really interesting and like that common language I think is a great way to talk about the art but also it affects how you think Mm -hmm. I think right like to be able to like speak the same way your 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 words are just manifestations of your thoughts and so you end up having like a little bit of a more common mindset, I think. I also find it easier to communicate with people who have a hard time communicating. So then I just like, you know, make sound effects and they're like, well, yeah, I get that. I'm just like, yes, okay, thanks. You speak my language. <laughs> 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 you know, or like. Do you, rem- do you remember? Do you remember the first episode we recorded? Uh, Ahmed was like, yeah, so basically we've got this setup to, you know, to get rid of the wet sound. Honestly, I was like, in my head, I was like, what the hell is wet sound? <laughs> and it was like Chris Pratt meme all over again of like, and at this moment, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you don't want that wet sound. Right, no, man. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, too wet. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately looks up. Wet, wet sound, sound. And, you know, that is a weird google search i still search. don't know what it yeah, is that is a weird google search i'm sure <laughs> wait did you just say still you still don't know, don't know what it is what? i Ahmed. didn't google it i don't know what it is elaborate i've just gone along with it 
So I'm like, yeah. Like, well, yeah, so please elaborate. You'll, you'll have like a wet space, right? Basically, it's like, um, think of sound like saturating the environment, right? Like around you, right? And if you make a sound, it echoes throughout, right? You've saturated the space with with sound, right? Mm-hmm. So a wet space is something that is um, responsive, like organic almost. Whereas if you're in a, I don't know, blanket fort, like what we're in right now, um, the sound goes out from where we're making it and then hits the blanket and stops. Okay. So th- like some spaces are like built acoustically to facilitate certain sound like for instance i was talking to um actually i have uh two stories on this so i have my friend brian who is a musician and he he was talking about how he would that he was having to perform in this like theater that but like six feet apart from everyone right and so you have the other side of the orchestra is like 30 40 feet away and the space is built to send the sound back to you right at a delay um but usually it's okay because you're all like together so the way that the space is built up though since they're so far away from each other everything was just a little bit off like the sound wouldn't reach him except for like two beats later and so he had to adjust how he Mm. played in order to like match the conductor and like like actually because like you'll just have because sound is literally traveling right um yeah and sound travels slower than whereas like you have like my friend sam and my other friend colin they're both uh acoustic engineers and they literally like simulate like vectors of sound like in a space to see like how it travels and how like you can minimize the sound so that you don't like so factories don't interrupt like residentials nearby or something Mm. right Mm. Mm. like you're literally like you you start thinking about sound as like you know containing the wind almost <laughs> um, yeah it's like we have a what is it roof, a racquetball racquetball or a wiffle ball court pickleball pickleball we yes. have a pickleball so we have a tennis court next to us and then one of the courts <laughs> for, one ev- for everyone who's not american what is a pickleball where i'm about to get into it so um, we have three tennis courts. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, God, there's some so, context, Judy. <laughs> um, so, um, oh, gosh. So, we have three tennis courts. Two of them are used for um, tennis, which is like a soft. It's like Wimbledon, right? Yeah. You know, you know Wimbledon, right? Oh my gosh. Like in the UK. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I know Wimbledon. <laughs> yes, so, UK Wimbledon. Yes. So two of the courts. Thanks. So, so patronizing. Jesus. Are you guys done? Are you done? Are you done? Okay, thanks. I don't know, Ahmed. Are we done, Ahmed? <laughs> I don't appreciate this. I don't. Go, I don't. Go, 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 go. All right. <laughs> Stop laughing! <laughs> I can't finish the story. Look at me. Okay, good. All right. Don't look laugh. Look at me. I am the captain now. Look at so, me. I am the captain now. So, Ahmed, look at me. I am the captain now. I am. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So we have three courts yes. that are literally like right next door, um, and two of them are reserved for tennis, and they're pretty much open air. They just have like that metal. Um, wire fence and then the third one is for pickleball and pickleball is pretty much kind of like tennis but with a hard ball so the sound of the ball when it hits right it's a hard ball it's a it's a wiffle ball yeah it's a plastic ball mm-hmm. so it's a mm, let me rephrase that so the pickleball has like a wiffle ball it's a it's an actual like plastic hard plastic ball <laughs> versus a tennis ball is a soft um, stop it! I'm not saying anything! What? Say, you just, tell the No, the, the, the issue is that, like, this is how I usually look at you to, like, like sometimes feed you words or something, but the issue, he's watching me, and so earlier when you were trying to find the words, you looked at me, and I was like, I mouth, so you could say pickleball. Yeah, okay, but so but he looked at me, record. and I'm he was not- like... I wasn't going to say wiffle ball. I was going to. I said pickleball, the yeah. name of the game. And then later on, I was like, the ball. And you're like, a pickle, a wiffle ball. Well, it's because. I'm trying to. It's important to, to to say that it's a plastic ball with holes because that makes the sound echo and okay. that the, the bats are. I was wood. trying to. Okay. okay. So, 
I'm gonna rephrase. Let me this do this is, again. Uh, this, one is, more time. this is amazing. This is incredible. one more time. This is so, a, this is great content. Thank amazing. you. Appreciate it. Um, so the third court is so the third court is reserved for pickleball, which uses a um, instead of like the soft tennis balls that have really soft material that kind of like um, what is it called brings down the sound. I don't know. Suppresses. Yeah, suppresses. So the tennis ball suppresses the sound with its soft fabric-y kind of texture um, and rubber plus soft exterior, right? The pickleball use a wiffle ball, which is a hard plastic with holes in it, and it's extremely loud in comparison to tennis. So the neighborhood complained to the city because it is extremely loud. So what they did is they they sectioned off that last um, that last uh, um, court only for people who want to play pickleball. So you can play tennis in there, but if you want to play pickleball, you can only play it in there. Like if all three of them, are, like the other two are somebody's playing, you can still. It's just. If you're going to play pickleball, you play it within that one. And it's actually like sectioned off and closed off with sound barriers to reduce the noise that it makes in the neighborhood. <laughs> this is good. I've just never heard the word pickle used so many times in quick succession <laughs> in like 60 seconds. Pickle wiffle wiffle, pickle, pickle wiffle, the sound gay. suppression, pickle the tennis gay. ball, rubber, synthetic felt. Pickleball, sound, tennis, pickleball, tennis. tennis, tennis, court, suppressing, sound, pickleball. Pickle. And he still doesn't know what the game is. It's tennis, <laughs> but with a got freaking dang hard plastic ball with holes in it that makes a lot of sound that apparently makes old ladies mad. That is it. <laughs> Okay, the size of the court though is like badminton size. And no, it's but it's the same size as the rest of the tennis courts. No, but it's there's used... four pickleball courts in that one section with a little wall in between them. Oh, okay. So each of the badminton size and the the nets on the ground, and there's some space between the net and the square. You can't leave your square, so it's like ideal for old people because it's basically tennis without running. And yet, old people are the ones who are really irritated. It's like, and the issue is like people, old people from around, all around the bay come down to annoy our old people yeah. with pickleball. Uh, that's yeah. That, I was about to say that because I just googled it and it, it is just old people playing yeah. pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show that Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> they get a She shouldn't have taken it. the last tangerine. <laughs> I'm going to play pickleball all night. <laughs> I love how tangerine is your old person food. <laughs> Tangerine's an old person food. Is it a your it old person food? I was, say, I was like, I it's like my tangerine. I was like, tangerine. It's because it's soft, so even those who don't have teeth, they can suckle eat it. It's yeah, fine. that's fair. Yeah. Let's explain Wasta. Let's explain Wasta, and let's explain. I actually read a very interesting article Nepotism. about where it originated from in Libyan society. For sure. There is an amazing account on Twitter called Firashia, F-I-R-A-S-H-E-E-Y-A. And she recently wrote a blog post about the origins of Vasta. And I'll just read um, a segment from it to give you an idea. So this is, again, off her blog, The Colonial History of Libya. You should definitely check this out. Uh, she starts off by saying, mention the word Wasta in the context of Libyan society and the first thing that is likely to come to mind is Gaddafi and the rampant corruption he reigned over. Connections within the regime's network provided a select few with easier access to employment, healthcare services, the issue of renewal of ID identification and documents, positions in training programs and university admissions. Mm. And then she goes on to say, while the term has become synonymous with corruption and cronyism in the Arab world, Wasta was historically a traditional value embodying mutuality, consultation, and mediation in tribal kin-based society. Sometimes referred to as old Wasta or mediatory Wasta, this pre-colonial practice centered around a tribal chieftain 
who acted as an arbiter in local disputes. The position was a noble one, and the wasta, or middleman, uh, the word wasta coming from the Arabic wasat, which means to be in the middle, was a man of honor steering conflicting parties towards compromise and resolution. This system of intercession and reciprocity was ingrained in a traditional collectivist society such as Libya. So it's really interesting to kind of see how it kind of morphed from from being something which was considered quite noble and you're acting as an arbiter between two parties um, and all of a sudden now it's 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 cronyism it's sort of corruption it's who do i know yeah you know to get a head start right um, even though i may not be qualified or i may not deserve this position but who do i know within this field that can help me and it's a shame that it's like become kind of the source of corruption because it 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 is such a powerful tool of uniting and overcoming like uh you know problems like we solve problems better together um but then it ends up becoming kind of this this tool that excludes rather than includes uh which is just mm-hmm. kind of sad <laughs> like you don't pick the best person for the job like it's where wasta meets nepotism that becomes like a problem i guess 100% yeah but it it like to that end, talking about it as like a, a powerful community uniting tool, um, it, it's present in every kind of industry already, right? In business, you don't just work with a random person, like you have to have some means of verifying them or you have to have them recommended from someone you trust, right? So you have like multiple reputations kind of on the line. The same is true for like artists, right? Or even, even with streaming. I know that there's a lot of streamers who will invite other people's friends to the stream mm-hmm. um, and you can only have them there because uh, you trust the person that's bringing them. It's hard to you know, vet or censor like live content so you need to be really careful with who you bring on um, because that can just totally ruin the entire thing. Um, it's uh it's really important to to leverage wasta but um it gets a bad rep i think because of like all of the um perversion through politics um it's great for building communities how do you guys see it being used effectively and fairly in the creative world so because you know what they say like in order to be successful as an artist it's not about it's not just about how good of an artist you are also a big part of it is about who you know what you know and who you know what you know and who you know but it's it's a big one big one is who you know right right and who they know that for example is something that i struggled like finding and joining a creative community here because i don't know that many people here versus like in libya whatever you need I know someone who does that form of creativity like you know like like it just it's it's nice when it happens I think it's really healthy and great when it happens it's kind of like when you're in school like the theater kids are together the art kids are together you know um and it forms that bond and then it forms that that I guess degree of success but it also it kind of sucks for those who don't know people um and it's like hard i don't know i don't know i'm yeah it's i, I, I feel like Wasta is, it. It, it's really um it, it does have its blind spot right yeah. where you're working with people that you trust and so you're less likely to go out and and look for others right yeah um so i think using it for good is a matter of it's kind of like what my uh, like it's it's interesting. That's very it's uh, it's built into kind of culture. Um, mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking about it. My my dad um, in Houston, he was kind of like came here. He he was uh, without community when he came here. Right, he didn't know anybody. He came by himself. English was like barely there. Um, mm. But like people in the Libyan community would host like all of the like the young people who just came to the states because they were there at one point right like as immigrants so like my growing up my whole childhood you know once a month or twice a month there would be just like 
all these random Libyans in the house, like, eating traditional Libyan food. It's like we'd all have, like, bazine upstairs and be like, oh, I haven't had bazine in, like, years or, like, in months or whatever because, like, I, you know, I'm not in Libya. I don't know how to cook like this or I don't have the stuff to cook this. And it would be a matter of, like, meeting all these people. Like, I I met uh, a guy uh, through one of these events that, like, later he was like, hey, I need help with this, like, tech thing. Can you help me out? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I helped him out with that. My dad didn't necessarily need to connect with these people, right? Mm -hmm. Um if it if it came up maybe but kind of bringing a space that like it's like the greatest generations or whatever of the world where you have these huge groups of people who just know each other um and like and go out and like you have like uh tolkien and c.s lewis right meeting each other in a cafe and then like feeding into each other and becoming a network you have like all the famous artists in Paris, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just, like, cross paths, and then suddenly you have this whole generation of people who just all know each other and can help each other, right? Yeah. It's just building that space for people to just, like, meet and then build Wasta. That's that's the part, I think, that gets missing. Like, people get lazy and don't want to, like, give back. I So that's, I was going to kind of branch off of that, is that I think it becomes beautiful when the intention of it becomes uplifting others right Right. so like i want to meet other people a because i would love to just meet other people and like you know um Mm -hmm. share and um racket uh pickleball pickleball ideas pickleball with people yeah (laughs) um but yeah like share and bounce ideas off of each other and kind of like not for like business purposes no strictly like human purposes Mm -hmm. right but also like I don't want to say collecting a network, but but solidifying or strengthening your network of of different crafts and different creatives and different you know um, idea humans, um, so that way when you do come across a person who's struggling or a person who's like just getting out there, like you can easily be like, let me connect you with someone who can help you. And then that's how you build a strong community. And I feel like, so if you use it in a way to give back and to bring, like lift more people and empower more people, I think that's really beautiful. I just think that when it becomes, like we are saying earlier, a corrupt malice kind of environment, um, that's when I strongly like, I'm just like weirded out by it, but because I I I remember like it when <laughs> my brother and I when we were in Libya, we just our pastime was like networking. We just wanted to meet people. <laughs> like we literally were just like, wow. Like I remember my brother Khair, he was just like, you see what we just did there? We just networked. Now that person is in. Now we know that person. The person knows us. So if we have like you know like, and it just becomes like. They're a friend and they add to your human experience, but also like if you're in need, you, I'm ever stuck in X, Y, Z embassy. I have a guy, <laughs> you know, like, but it, so it, 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 it definitely helps build a community if the intention is to build a community. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think the reason why it feels amazing is because it, it speaks to one of the most innate characteristics within hu- humans in generally, right. Of just wanting to meet others strengthen your tribe okay i want to meet you you join my tribe i join your tribe uh, i get to know you you get to know me that's on the base level right that's what we want that's what we we, we yearn for and which is why covid has kind of hit us hard mentally speaking yeah. because we can't do that on a daily basis anymore but then on on, on the next level as you're saying with sal is it's almost like a uh, you know it's not your first thought when you're meeting someone but when you're in a situation you're like Oh, I know so and so. Maybe they can help me, or maybe you've you've run into some good fortune, and you learn about someone that you've met recently, mm-hmm. um, or you've met in the past who requires help, and then you're like, oh, okay, you know what? I bet so and so could use this, and that's happened to me on yeah. uh, both both ways. I've had people call me up and they're like, oh, Mohammed, uh, I heard you were looking for a bike. Yeah. By the way, you can buy a bike here. You can do this. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. that's a form of wasta. Yeah, yeah. Right. They called me. They didn't call anyone else. They didn't yeah. announce it on social media. Yeah. They called me. All right. Okay. So I think one of the hardest things about, or I guess one of the best things that has happened 
um, with the corona is that my Arab time is no longer an issue. I basically like can wait until a second before I have to meet someone and then I jump on to the call. But then like as things are opening up and we're hanging out with people, I I forgot what time was. I forgot how to like, you know, prepare how to time. How to time, you know, an exit <laughs> of the house and you know what i never know what time it is until i have to go somewhere it's a good thing you're living with your slot oh why is that yeah um because obviously i know what the time is oh is that right you need to yeah you just you just need to ask and i will just tell you all right okay so what time is it we saw it's question There we go. Absolute mayhem. Absolutely. Bedlam. Just just perfect. Just, absolute <laughs> genius. Absolute topical. What can I say? I just I you know, there are things that people know and there are things that people don't know. And as I'm, a matter of fact, that that happens to be the thing that I'm really good at. Hello, I'm, is this the Michelangelo you're, of segues? You're very welcome. You're very <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, so um, speaking of question time. We had a couple of listeners engage with our social media, but amongst them, a question arose. How do you find the attributes you're looking for in a community? I.e. like a tribe or kindness or no judgment or all these other things. How do you find people that accept you for how you are? Um, And I feel like that's a good question. Thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Mohammed, what do you think? I think it's a fantastic question. All right, moving on. Um, so <laughs> let's... <laughs> and that's how we do it here. I guess I'll start off with what I look for in a community, right? Um, and I think that's been something that's been... It's, it's still constantly developing, Um There are the foundations of, you know, finding people who do not judge you um, and finding people who respect you and your values and are on the same page as your values um, and finding people who understand and, you know, are 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 there for you um, and who kind of get me. Right. And um, and I think along as I like move forward. I, I find that to be, I guess, more and more challenging because I, you know, as I grow as a human, I have like my perspective changes, my opinion changes, my, like, I, I grow in different ways as people. And so I guess when I look for, or now when I'm looking for a community, I, I probably start off with, you know, trying to find someone who understands my creative process or tries to understand my creative process and gets me in kind of beep boop bops with me but also um also you know um looking like in terms of like where i'm looking i i think now that especially like covid has starting to open up like i moved out here last year um, and then the world closed down. So making, creating a community in this new place that I live has become extremely difficult because there's nowhere to go meet people, right? Um, and I think as things are opening up um, and I'm being exposed to different like artist communities here, I'm learning that that's where I need to look for like you know where I need to look for people to to kind of um to be on my same page and I feel like that was something that I once thrived on before and then it kind of um dipped a little bit when I didn't have a strong artist community around me constantly 
And so now that I'm starting a new page, um, I, I guess I'm just, you know, being myself around other creatives and then finding creatives as my community and my niche of humans. 100%. But then you also want a group of people who challenge you, yeah. right? Challenge you creatively, challenge you, challenge you as a human being. Because as you said, you do want to grow at the end, right? Mm-hmm. But if you are just in a group of people who are same, same, but yeah. different, then it's, it doesn't really challenge you. Yeah. And you won't grow. Yeah. You may be happy in the short term because everyone's very agreeable. Mm-hmm. But then you need that challenge to sort of, you know, take you out your, your safety zone. Yeah. Or your comfort zone. Yeah. And to kind of challenge your creative ideas. Well, you know what? Actually, if you use this color instead of this, well, if you frame the, f- the photograph this way instead of that way, I would very much prefer that over somebody who just endlessly compliments my yes. work. Yes. Because I'm not going to be challenged then. I'm not going to grow. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's absolutely correct. Having people of like-mindedness is always great, but then having people of like-mindedness but who will challenge you is ideal right there's uh there's a phrase that comes up in product by productivity gurus like you are a mixture of the five people you hang out with most right and then islamically there's the phrase like the company you keep is kind of the the person that you are but that that being said it's like you want to be very careful about these people that you have like there's a difference between sharing values and like sharing thoughts on everything yeah um, I think sharing thoughts on everything is how echo chambers are created, right? Mm-hmm. And how Trump gets elected versus sharing values is how global communities are built um, with, you know, the BLM movement and the Palestinian movement uh, with every movement kind of around the world. Um, uh, as an artist, you can share values, but not mediums, you know? Yeah. Um, you can share a flavor for life without doing the same dish thank you so much for listening in we look forward to hearing more from y'all on our patreon twitter and instagram pages all third culture block with the three this is wasal ahmed and muhammad